So that'll be coming up uh, in, in just a little bit. But in, in the meantime, uh, I do want to get into the word. We are going to share a shorter word today. That is my first Christmas gift to you. Hallelujah. Um, just because I want to make sure we have plenty of time to, uh, to properly pray over Sarah as well. Uh, but we are uh, getting into the Advent. And so if you've got your notes, you can find them uh, in your bulletin. They're attached to this video for those of you that are watching the video on our website. Or they're attached to this audio if you're listening to the audio podcast. Week one of Advent, the focus is hope. And so here's our big picture point today is that we can face anything in this life with hope knowing that the Holy Spirit dwells in us and that Jesus Christ is coming back for us. Come on, no matter what we face in life, no matter what we're going through, we know the Holy Spirit is in us and Jesus Christ is coming back for us. Hallelujah. That's, that's where we're going to find our hope today. And, uh, but let's take a look at Advent. What, what does it even mean that, that we practice Advent? Well, uh, the word Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus. Uh, for those of you that, you know, just foreign languages just means you add a couple letters onto the end of English, and that makes it a foreign language. So um, it comes from the Latin Adventus, and literally it means coming, right? That's what it means. The Advent means coming. And so the celebration of Advent here at Christmas time is really looking at three expressions of the coming of Jesus. And, and I believe this really helps us to expand our understanding because usually at Christmas time, we focus on one expression of the coming of Jesus. But this is going to expand us to look at three expressions of the coming of Jesus. The first one in your notes is the coming of Christ as a baby. And that's the one that we normally focus on at Christmas time. We celebrate the coming of Christ as a baby. As we already heard uh, this morning so beautifully read by Hannah, for a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Come on, we, we focus on that the baby Jesus was coming. The second focus of the coming of Christ is the coming of Christ into our hearts. Revelation 3.20, Jesus says this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. So we celebrate the coming of Jesus into our hearts. Hopefully for us here, we all had a moment where we heard the knock on the door of our hearts. We heard the voice of Jesus calling out to us. And we opened the door and surrendered our lives to Jesus as Lord. And the Bible says that when that happened, Jesus came into us and he dwells with us. And so we focus on the coming of Christ into our hearts. And then the third coming is the coming of Christ to establish His eternal kingdom, right? He came once as a baby. He's going to come again as a king. And this is where we get 
our, our theme of our Advent sermon series, which we're declaring He is coming on the clouds. Daniel chapter 7. In the midst of all of the prophetic visions that Daniel was having, he has this vision. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. Come on, we recognize the coming of Christ to establish his eternal kingdom. The Bible says he will come upon the clouds. I think of, what is it, the lion and the lamb starts out with, he's coming on the clouds. He will come upon the clouds. Think about Acts chapter 1 when Jesus ascended to heaven. The Bible says that gravity lost hold on Jesus and he began to ascend up into the sky until he disappeared into the clouds. And you can imagine all of the followers that were gathered there were just staring into the clouds, awestruck, mouths probably open. And then there was an angel sitting there and I could just picture this like in, a, like in a comedy movie or something, right? That the angel just kind of comes up next to the disciples and just kind of looks up too. And is like, what are you guys looking at? He says, why are you looking now? He says, he is gone, but guess what? He's going to come back the same way he just left. Which means he's coming back on the clouds. We look forward to the return of our King, that Jesus is coming. He will come upon the clouds. There will be the blast of a trumpet. There will be a mighty shout, and Jesus will come. And as Daniel foresaw, that the Ancient of Days, which is God the Father Himself, will give Jesus a kingdom that will last forever. The kingdom will never be broken. Thank you, Jesus. This is the advent that Jesus came as a baby that Jesus comes into our hearts, and that Jesus, our King, is coming again to establish His eternal kingdom. So as we focus on our first week of Advent and this idea of hope, as I was meditating on this, the Lord actually led me to John chapter 14, which is not the verse you usually read at Christmas time, right? This is not a normal Christmas sermon kind of a verse, but this is where God led me, and I just want to encourage you today in hope that we're all going to walk out of here with great hope. John chapter 14. This would be a part of, of the Last Supper, yeah, when Jesus is gathered with his disciples and giving them his final thoughts, his final messages, his final teaching and equipping before he would go to the cross. Jesus says, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Come on, he promised he is coming again. 
And then we go down to verse 16, continuing in the same thought from Jesus. He says, I will ask the Father, and He will give you another helper that He may be with you forever. That is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see Him or know Him. But you know Him because He abides with you and will be in you. And then I love this. Jesus says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And there are Bible scholars who are much smarter than me who have debated, what did Jesus mean when he said, I will come to you? Was he referring to the Holy Spirit? That when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost, that that's what Jesus meant, is he meant, I will come to you in the form of the Holy Spirit, and I will dwell with you and dwell within you forever? Or was Jesus talking about when he would come again, and he says, I will not leave you, but I will come. I will come to you. Regardless of what he meant, we have the hope of the promise that Jesus said he's not leaving us as orphans. He's going to come to us. And so just four devotional thoughts on this idea of hope in the season of Advent. The first one is this. God's promises are true. Right? Come on, we talked about that this is the prophet's candle for the Advent because the prophets said what God was going to do and God followed through. And so as we celebrate Christmas and as we recognize the baby that came, we recognize that God promised the baby would come. God told us the baby would come and the baby came. God's promises are true, and we can stand upon those promises. And listen, we have the prophetic promises of Jesus coming as a human that were fulfilled. We still have promises over our lives today, and then we still have the prophetic promise of our King coming again soon. And we can stand and say God's promises are true. I love this. Jesus says this later on in John 14. He says, now I have told you before it happens so that when it happens, you may believe. Right? God loves doing this. He's like, listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen before it happens so that when you're right in the middle of it and it's happening, you're going to be like, whoa, this is exactly what Jesus said. Jesus said, listen, evil men are going to lay hold of me. I'm going to be mistreated. I'm going to be killed upon a cross. They're going to put me in a grave. But three days later, I'm going to walk out of that grave. And Jesus says, and then I'm going to pour out my Holy Spirit upon you and baptize you in the Spirit. And all along, as all of these things are happening, his followers are having these moments. This is exactly what Jesus said would happen. God's promises are true. And that means that this Christmas season, every one of us can have hope Because we know that what he said is going to happen. And no matter how difficult life gets, what he said is going to happen. God's promises are true. The second thing, Jesus did not leave us as orphans. Jesus did not leave us as orphans. In fact, in John 16, he actually said, it's for your benefit that I go away. Why? 
He said, because I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And even though here on earth I can only be one person in one body, in one place at one time, he says, but when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to be everywhere all the time. And he's going to dwell within you, and he's going to dwell within you, and he's going to dwell within you, and he can dwell within all of us at the same time as we all have personal experience with God. And so Jesus said he would not leave us alone. And then he fulfilled his promise by pouring out his Holy Spirit. And his Holy Spirit dwells within us. And I love this in Romans 5, 5. It says, hope does not disappoint. Come on, we can have hope. And hope will not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through who? The Holy Spirit who was given to us. As long as we've got the Holy Spirit, hope will never disappoint us because the love of God is always with us and because the Word of God is being fulfilled through us through the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. Come on, we can find hope this Christmas season that Jesus did not leave us as orphans. The third thought is that Jesus is preparing an eternal place for us. Come on, he said, I go to prepare a place. Yes, I'm leaving, but while I'm gone, I'm going to be preparing your spot. Come on, in my Father's house, there are many rooms. There's a room for all of us. There's a place for all of us. We all have a spot in the family of God. And Jesus said, there's an eternity that I'm preparing for you. And we can rest assured, no matter what we are facing in this life, Jesus is preparing an eternity for us. And no matter how difficult it is, this is but a moment compared to forever. And we get to look forward to our forever. And then the final thought is this. Jesus is coming back for us. Come on, he said, I go to prepare a place. And if I go to prepare a place, then I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back and get you. Why would I prepare a place if I didn't bring you to that place? And he said, where I'm going, you know. And the disciples are like, wait, we don't, we don't know where you're going. We don't know how to get there. And he said, yes, you do. I'm the way and the truth and the life. I will get you there. Come on, Jesus is coming back. He's been preparing a place for us, and he's going to come get us when the time is right and take us to that eternal place. I want to conclude with this. Let me have the worship team come back. Matthew 24, starting in verse 37. For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. For in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and took them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then there will be two men in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason... You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour when you do not think He will. 
Come on, Jesus is coming back. He's going to come upon the clouds. Our King is coming. He's preparing a place for us, and He's going to come get us. And our eyes should be fixed on Him, and we should be ready because we don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or next week or next month or next year or next decade. We don't know when, but we know He's coming. And we can be ready and keep our eyes fixed upon Him. And in this life, Listen, I know some of us here live in chronic pain. And in the midst of that pain, you can have hope this Advent season. Amen. Because no matter how bad it hurts, it's nothing compared to the glory of heaven. And Jesus is coming to get us. Come on, if we're struggling in family pain and difficult relationship dynamics and just the weird things that happen and the struggle of hurt or, or loss... We can have hope this Advent season because our Jesus did not leave us as orphans, but His Spirit dwells within us and He gives us the strength to face any situation that is set before us. Come on. Through lack, through struggle, through broken dreams, through broken hearts, we have hope because we are not alone. And our future is going to be so much more amazing than our today. Because He's coming on the clouds. Will you stand with me? Jesus, would you just speak hope into every heart today? For every one of us gathered here in person. For every person who's watching this on our digital campus. Every person hearing this on the podcast. I just pray right now, Lord, that you would minister hope deep into our hearts that we would not listen to the scoffers of this world that we would not listen to the lies of the enemy who would say Jesus isn't coming back it's been thousands of years what are you still waiting for but we would rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus and we would say our God's promises are true and Jesus is coming and I don't know when and I don't know how long but I'm going to be ready I am not going to let this world steal my hope. I'm not going to let this world steal my faith. I'm going to stand for Jesus. I pray for those that don't know Christ, that today would be the day that they would hear the knocking upon the door of their heart. And today would be the day that they would open their heart to Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Holy Spirit, would you strengthen us? Would you comfort us? Would you show us how near to us you truly are, that you are within us? And this Christmas season, we don't just celebrate the baby, we celebrate the king. We don't just look back, we look forward. And we rejoice in all that is set before us. We thank you for this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, together can we declare that our hope has a name. His name is Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus the Christ. Thank you, Lord.